Welcome to the Art of Balancing Work, Life, and Love podcast. Here we have conversations as parents, professionals, and people who are trying to balance work, life, and love in a meaningful way so we can enjoy more of what we love with who we love while making an impact that we feel good about. This is a place where we share the practical and the powerful. I'm Dr. Tony, your host, mom, therapist, life, and wellness coach, wife, and friends. We'll be real here and I'll share my personal stories, professional experiences, tips, research, and common conversations about how to balance living, loving, and working as a driven parent and professional. My goal is to connect with you so you know you're not alone and that there are ways you can begin enhancing and loving your life more, creating a balance you enjoy starting today. All content presented is for informational purposes only and does not serve as nor substitute for professional treatment services or advice. How can self-care and oppression be connected in any way? How can I put those in a sentence together? I want to talk to you about that today. It was 2016, and I had just picked my daughter up from school. She was six. She said, Mommy, is Trump going to kill all the black people? My heart sank. I was angry and anxious and utterly brokenhearted all at the same time. No, honey, why do you ask me that? Because that's what one of the kids at school said to me. I want to repeat to you that she was six. I couldn't control what one of the kids said to her at school. I couldn't control my little girl being fearful that the president, soon to be president, that she was fearful that she would be killed because of that. I'm mixed. My mom is white and my dad is African-American. My daughter's father is also mixed. My son at the time was about three But his dad is white, so his skin was lighter than mine and my daughter's. In 2016, I remember looking at him. I was looking at my son, and I felt both a sense of relief and an incredible, profound sense of guilt all at the same time that he'd probably face less issues of injustice because his skin was lighter than another African-American boy's skin would be. Media has always been a spreader of not just news, but an amplifier of fear. Social media has brought a whole new layer of what it means to share news and opinion and fear-based messaging. I had been a social worker for many years at that point. And so advocacy wasn't just taught to me, but it was part of me. It was part of my world. It was what I knew. It was an important thing in my heart, in my life. I've always been somewhat of a social butterfly, though, being that I never really found a community that I exclusively really felt like I fit into, I relied on my gift of connection to build meaningful relationships with people. 
So what did all this mean for me in 2016? Well, it meant that my news feed on social media was filled with intense messaging coming from both sides. I couldn't scroll for a second without seeing shaming messages from one side or another, polarizing, divisive messaging that could cut through anything. And I got caught up in it. I didn't want to get caught up in it, but I did anyway. I allowed myself to step away from taking care of myself and I tethered my sense of worth and purpose to what I was taking in and how I was showing up based on what I was taking in from media. Because I thought that choosing not to give my full attention to what I was seeing and what I was reading on the screen meant that I was not being part of the solution. And then as my anxiety grew, my panic attacks returned. I was shaky and irritated and on edge. I saw the shooting of Alton Sterling and the aftermath that followed shook me to my core. I was on social media more, even though I didn't want to be. I was feeling anxious just looking at the screen. But the more I followed the news and got involved on social media, the more I lost my sense of self. It's like I would get sucked into the arguments and the debate, but I didn't want to have to do that because I knew it wasn't getting anywhere. And so I would try to pull myself out and I was in this tug of war with myself. I was fighting myself. I felt like I was losing control. I felt helpless. And at some point I I couldn't function. I was so on edge. I was not taking care of myself. I was reactive and I was judgmental towards people. And I wasn't feeling like I was me, like somehow I had lost me and I got caught up in what everyone else was screaming that I lost sight of my own vision and my own voice. And I wasn't practicing self-care, and so I couldn't show up as the mom that I really wanted to be, and I knew my kids needed me. I couldn't show up as the citizen that I really wanted to be, even though I knew my community needed me. I couldn't show up as the social worker I wanted to be, as the person I truly was, even though I knew I was needed because I was stuck. How I felt was justified. It absolutely was, and I know others have felt the same way. But staying stuck in it prevented me from moving forward in the way that I knew that I could and that I wanted to, from participating in the way I knew that I could and that I wanted to. So you see, there's a lot of messaging out there, my friends. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of pain. There's injustice. There's anger. There's sadness. And these feelings are justified. But let's be clear. We cannot be an effective part of the solution if we are frozen, if we are constantly reactive. We cannot show up intentionally and make the impact that we profoundly want to make. We can't be an effective part of the solution if we aren't willing to first care for ourselves. We can't take the forward steps that we're called to individually and collectively take, if we are completely tapped out, we 
are all called to be a part of the solution in our own way and engulfing ourselves in the constant bombardment of media and shame-based messaging is not going to help us show up in the way that we want to be able to show up for the causes that mean the most to us. We are not all called to be a part of the solution in the same way because we all have different gifts. Some of us will be called to have more courageous conversations and open a more curious and inclusive dialogue, be it one-on-one or in group or larger settings. Some of us will be called to walk, march, or run into the action. Some of us will be called to write. Some of us will be called to become a part of the government system and begin to shift it from the inside out. Some of us will be called to cultivate relationships with those who are hurting the most, who are confused or in fear and need that connection. Some of us will be led to stand up and stand out while others Others of us will be led to work from behind the scenes, and all of that is okay. In 2016, I let shame build up and blind me because I allowed the messaging and the media to seep into my mind and my heart and dictate how I should be, rather than commit to taking care of my own body and taking care of my own mind and taking care of my own soul so I could lean inward and be divinely guided towards where I am needed and how I am tended to be. I don't know what you're being called to in this moment. I do know this. I do know that you will find out much more about how you are meant to be a part of the solution in helping our society move forward together If you stop relying on memes and media to tell you who and how you should be, and you start getting really familiar with the compassionate and loving part that exists inside of you, inside of each and every one of us, which is led by something much greater than, yet is connected with all of us. And so as I close this first season of this podcast, I hope you take this with you. We all have power and we are all led to show up in some way. We are all intended to be a part of a solution. We have to slow down and move inward to find and discover how we as an individual are meant to show up collectively to help us all move forward together. That's a wrap for today. Don't forget to check the show notes for helpful links, special offers, and awesome resources. Thank you so much for joining me today. Until next time, I'm wishing you wellness and meaningful balance.